It is Sunday, April 14th. My name is Todd Matsunaga. Hi, I'm Chris. Hello, Chris. Hello, Todd. How are you? I'm great. And we have a lot to discuss tonight, so should we get right to it? Let's just thrust ourselves into this discussion. Gingerly? Fastly, then slowly. <laughs> Ericus, I see you have a timer going. I didn't know you were so time conscious. Well, you know, I'm just trying this thing where I'm going to just have the timer going so I can just parse re- recenter out. myself. When parse I'm, out, yeah. yeah parse so out. we recorded, I believe, two podcasts before this, and I didn't post either of them. <laughs> hey, what the fuck? I didn't post either of them. And you're like totally dropping the ball with the shit we're putting together. No, I, I, I've made the conscious decision uh-huh. that this is going to be a joyous podcast, and I found the last two were rather dark. What was the last one we did? The last one we did, we were talking about like capitalism, which I did post. Oh, and okay. then the last one. Wait, was, and then you took it down. No, but I put it back up. Oh, okay, it's back right. up now. All and right. then the last one, <laughs> uh, we started going into that, that shit again. And I was like, man, this is the most somber shit on earth. Like there's enough uh, of this out there, isn't there? I guess so. But with, with your, with your insistence on a joyous podcast, I'd be curious to hear like what exactly you want to talk about. Well, I don't know. Like the shit that makes us laugh, man. Uh huh. Okay. Like, like, maybe we can tackle the the tough topics, but I don't want to do it so somberly. The tough topics. I don't want to do it so somberly and like. All right. I all believe right. I believe the the uh, the saying that that sort of came out of last time was Gus was talking about taking people out back old Yeller style, and I was like and yeah. shooting them. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> I'm not. Posting. I don't remember that. Yeah, man, he was talking about old Yeller, and I was what like, I'm not. I'm not. Posting what was the this. context? The that context of it was. He uh, he was talking about uh, like a range of beliefs, and I don't know, man. But like, what a weird not, thing to say. Not to not Gus, but I think after I, I listened to these before I post them, uh-huh. uh, just so I can ask you guys, like, did you say anything that made right. you uncomfortable and maybe you regret? And that usually doesn't happen. Um, right. But he was rather heated at that point, and I think that you know I took the liberty of not posting the podcast. But huh. I, I think that you know we had a conversation about it after briefly, and he seemed a bit regretful of saying that. But like, okay, so you know what I mean. Uh, th- that's the basic gist. I, I, like, I just want to keep it upbeat. You know, I don't want to get all down bogged okay. down by the uh, all right the the issues. You know, I understand where you're coming from, and I appreciate your position. Yes, yes. So, what happened this week? What'd you do? What were you up to? Well, I um, I don't know, man. It was it was a it was a pretty it was a pretty bit of it's a bit a bit of a crazy week. Okay, How's I so? um, well, I uh, I sold a house that. Um, I had for sale for a while. Yeah. So that was good. Um, then I uh, had my kid's birthday party. Okay. Um, which was, we went to an escape an escape room. Oh, was it uh, like in Westboro area? <laughs> no, we went downtown to like this this escape room. I didn't do the escape room. Was it next I, to Zach's? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I don't, listen, I don't really know what these escape rooms are all about, but they make me slightly uncomfortable to be Why? completely honest. I don't know. They just do. It's just. It's just like you know. It's the whole confined in a room and this and that. And you don't know. No. You're not really confined though. The door's unlocked. It's just. Yeah, I don't know. But just like the mystery and the suspense. What do you the, envision happening in there? Like, well, I, I just. I've. Have you ever seen the movie Cube? No. Okay. But well, I did watch the movie, the recent movie, Escape Room. Who was in that? Uh, no one really. You know who was? Okay, so you watched Daredevil, right? Yes. You know his partner? 
You know the girl that there was like a an interest in that worked there? Sort of. Anyway, she was in True Blood. I can't remember her name, but she's Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She's Karen. like Karen, yeah. She's the star billing of that that movie. Of Escape Room? What, yes. But what's the premise of Escape Room? Premise of Escape Room is I think like seven random people all end up at this building where right. they're testing this new escape room. Uh but it's basically a saw like torture machine. Well, that's pretty that, well what I envision what cube. actual escape yeah. rooms really. Right? Like, like torture? Well, no, just like you know, like you're you're stu- you got to solve a thing to get out of the fucking place, and it's like, I just I don't know, I just don't find it appealing. Like it's I don't find it challenging. I find it it's anxious. It uh, pl- you so know, you didn't so, you I didn't do it? No, I just waited outside and you cruised. That's what I did. Who did so, it? Like you? Well, my kids. kids. I threw did they my do kids it? At, yeah, they, they? no, they weren't able to escape. Okay. And then we went to oh, so we did all that, and then we went to Duns, which I haven't been to Duns in like forever. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did all that. My kids turned 13, which was pretty crazy. Okay. 13 year old children. I have teenagers now. Yeah. Dude, I have teenagers. Now. I know. That's ridiculous. And I know you have a teenager. Yeah. She's going to be 16 this year. So I think that, that's fucked. That is fucked, man. I think it's fucked. I, I, mm-hmm. I don't even know what to say. No. Oh, uh, I'm getting a, uh, text from right, who? From, uh, Jacob Fergus. Where the fuck is he? I don't know. Let's see what he's texting me here. Anyway, continue your story. I Tell don't wanna... Gus. Yeah. AKA Jacob Fergus. Yeah. that. I went to a private Greyhound race this week. <laughs> okay. Oh. What did he say? Someone is selling room treatment. What does that mean? Well, it's treatment for the room that we're currently in. And oh. I'll explain after. But oh, okay. uh, anyway, I'll, I'll text him and ask him if he old yellowed anyone this week or <laughs> if he. <laughs> oh, my God. Or where he is, basically. Um, anyway, the the other the, the big thing is like I was saying, I sold this house that I own, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you know the story, but the house burned down two years ago. I was the victim of an arson. Yeah, that's intense. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. But they rebuilt the house, and I and I sold it, and I'm happy that I sold it, and it was great. But uh, yeah, just like I was just going through like old photos a little bit this weekend of like when the house burned down, and it was it sucked, man. That was like a shitty night. Well, I, I guess if there is one thing that you can take from it is none of your tenants were hurt, right? No, thank God. None of them were hurt. One of them had to be rescued. Like taken out of there? Um, yeah, it was pretty, man, it kind of sucked. Like, okay, listen, I'm going to, if I get a little emotional about this. Yeah. No, I'm not really going to get emotional. About okay. It, but I, but I, I've just been pondering on this because now I no longer own the home. Mm-hmm. And uh, I owned it for about 10 years and there was like a lot of fucking shit that happened there. Besides the fire that was like... Yeah, it was kind of like it was. It was like you know, character building. It was professionally developing. But have I ever told you the story about like the gang of thugs that were in the basement apartment? Yes. Did I ever but, say it on the podcast? I can't remember, but I think you should tell it in in brief detail. It's pretty detail. fucking nuts, man. It's pretty fu- like I've had a lot of crazy things happen at this building. Okay, yeah. so just for reference, I own this building in Vanier, and Vanier is a uh, has always been a little bit of a rougher part of town. Okay, it's slowly gentrifying. Um, but it's generally known for, you know, in the past, having a, a higher crime rate than usual. Uh, you know, there's a lot of um, low-income housing in the area, things like that. Okay. I decided to buy this building because it was just, I, I considered it an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And it also taught me how to be a landlord, you know, like birth through fire for, you know, with some tough tenants at the beginning. So when I bought it, I had this lady who lived in the basement. And her name was Joanne. Okay. And the the day I bought it, I went and introduced myself and she opened the door and she's like, hello, uh, I'm going to be uh, very honest with you that I haven't paid the rent in four months and I have no money. <laughs> and I was like, 
Whoa. Okay. Number one, thank you for being honest with me. Number two, we got to work something out because you can't stay here if you're not paying the rent. Yep. And she she was actually she was she was very pleasant about it. She conceded like I, yeah, I got to probably fucking leave. So like after about a month, she agreed to leave, but she obviously had some issues. Mm-hmm. And what ended up happening is that she gave the keys to her apartment, unbeknownst to me, to a well-known crackhead prostitute in the area. Okay. And um, it was pretty crazy, man, because that crackhead prostitute brought 12 of these hardcore thug dudes over and they essentially had like a soup kitchen in the basement apartment. Like, didn't you like show up at one of like, and for an inspection and there was like a gathering of people in there, like, or you uh, entered the, the premises and then people no. returned there or something. Yeah, well, or? yeah, this is, so what happened is that like they, they, they fucking trashed the place. Like mm-hmm. they, they motley crude the joint. Like it was fucking, I'm just saying that because I watched the dirt this weekend. It's very yeah. good by the way, Netflix, but they fucked the place up. And mm-hmm. I got a call from the police uh, at like two o'clock in the morning. They said, you got to come down here and let us in because we're getting a lot of complaints about, you know, all these people, a lot of transients, people coming in and out of this apartment, shady shit. So I go in and let the cops in. We go downstairs to the basement apartment. It's all fucked up. Trashed. Like, I mean, fucked up. Like, like holes in the wall. Holes in the wall. Burn marks everywhere. Blood, urine, feces smeared on the wall. Like, I mean, it looked like fucking Motley Crue trashed a hotel room. It was okay. nuts. Okay. Yeah. Um, go in the bathroom. Bathroom is like just filled, filled with like urine and needles floating in the urine. Like, uh, a fu- like, like lots of needles. Like, okay, I'm not yeah. joking. Like 20 needles, right? In the, in the toilet? No, in the, in the bathtub filled with urine. It was fucking nuts, man. It was People like, just pissed in the bathtub. It was insane. Blood everywhere. It was oh, like, okay. it was like, but the, the craziest thing is somebody was like kicking holes in the dry. It was like fucking nuts. And the worst part of it is I don't know how the other tenant upstairs didn't hear any of this shit happening. Right? Yeah. So anyway, it was or awful. Or smell it for that matter. Yeah, it was like, awful, awful, awful. I'm kind of like, holy fuck. And even the cops who were with me were like, oh my God, this is crazy. Yeah. So um, this is like 10 years ago, right? So, yeah. So anyway, I, I was like, fuck, oh, this really sucks, you know? So I, I, was, gonna, I was calling my dad. My dad's kind of like my point, my wingman on this stuff, and he was going to come down. Anyway, these cops get another call from like another another call like around the corner. So they go, yeah. yo, we gotta leave. We'll yeah. be back. Sit tight. They leave. And just as they leave, like two or three minutes after they left, I hear all the like a gathering of people coming down the stairs, like gun gun. And and, and I get I hear these men. Yeah. And then yeah, it's these two crackhead prostitutes. I was one and her friend, and then and then twelve like rough and tumble dudes. So were they like running their <laughs> crackhead prostitution out of that apartment? Yeah, they were, they were, they were essentially running a body house out of like a Bowdy, B-A-W-D-Y. Bowdy house out of this. And they, and they saw me and they were like, who the fuck are you? And I was like, I'm the owner. I'm wearing my fucking pajama pants. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm wearing my like Adidas sandals. Yeah. You know, a hoodie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I'm the owner. And and they're like, what the fuck? And they start like like getting mad at me. And I was like, I'm gonna fucking die. These guys are gonna kill me. Yeah. Right. Just as this starts going down, the two cops whip into the apartment yeah. quickly. Okay. And effectively just kick the crap out of everybody. Yeah. Excuse me. They, they apprehend everybody and throw them all in the back of a paddy wagon. Like clean the whole joint up in like two minutes. I've never seen anything like that in my entire life. And then there was like $45,000 of the cash in the kitchen cabinets. Oh, man. Yeah. It was, it was like, it was totally crazy. So I had like $12,000 of the damage of this place. Totally nuts. It was awful. And you know, so there was that. You know, I, I had a, 
another situation where I had this tenant. He uh, he sublet his apartment without my knowledge or consent to a well-known uh, sex worker. Okay. Who like was she, she was like the most difficult person ever. And then she started squatting in the unit. She's like, I'm not fucking leaving. I'm like, you gotta get the fuck out of here. Like, I'm I never gave permission for you to be here. You're, what can you do in that case? Uh, you gotta like, go. You gotta go through like the, the provincial laws. Even like, if someone's squatting in there, oh, like, no, it's it it crazy, man. I was like, you know, so I had that. I had I had like I had some great tenants over the years, and like you know, I did a lot of work in the place and stuff like that. But I kind of, you know, what I kind of bought this place because I wanted some difficulty. I wanted to kind of like learn the ropes, and it was really great for that. But so many things. Then the fire, and I, like I'll never forget the night of the fire because. I was sleeping on my couch. <laughs> I wake up at like three o'clock in the morning and I see there's like 14 missed calls on my phone and like eight voicemails. And I'm like, oh shit. And I'm like, I'm, I'm progressively listening to the voicemails and like, you know, from my tenants. And it's like, oh, Chris, uh, a little bit of a fire here. You might want to come down. You can, hey, Chris, uh, the fire has engulfed the whole house and uh, you might want to get dead. Chris, the whole house is on fire. fire yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, and then it's like a cop and it's like, uh, Mr. Sarasino, you, you have to come down here like the. You know, the house has been burned, uh, blah, blah, blah. And then it was the fire chief. And the, anyway, I finally get down there and they finally put the the, the fire out. Wait, it's and toast, it, right? It's, well, it would only affected one side of the house, mm-hmm. but it all the smoke damage on the mm-hmm. inside like fucked it all up. So Total loss, complete. It wasn't utter. a total loss. They they kept the skeleton of the house and the foundation. Okay. But they gutted the fuck out of it. New electrical, new plumbing, new roof, new, new everything. Okay. New bathrooms, a whole kit and caboodle, right? So, um, so yeah. Um, so that happened. So the worst part about it is when I got there, there was all these news trucks all around and these guys from like fucking, I don't remember what it is, W1310 or something like that. City TV. Yeah. It was, they, they were like, City TV. are you the owner? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, okay, you want to make a comment? And I'm like, no. And they're like, why? And I'm like, man, fuck off. Yeah. I just got here. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And then this other guy for RDS, which is like, I guess the CBC affiliate and Gatno or whatever was mm-hmm. like. Would you like to make a comment? And I was like, no, fuck you. I just got like, I was getting angry with these <laughs> yeah. guys because they were pushing me for a comment. Yeah. And I was like, dude, fuck off. Like, I no, I don't want to comment. Yeah. I didn't post anything on Facebook. Like, I didn't want to fucking do that shit because yeah. like, you know, five people were displaced. They lost their homes that day. Yeah. And I probably just, the con- a lot of the contents of their homes. Yeah, absolutely. It was, it was really, it was really serious. And like, I didn't want to. Like, I, I'm talking about it now, like, two years after it happened. But, like, you know, I, uh, like, most people knew about this that were close friends of mine. But, like, I didn't make it public. I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to, I, I really was, I was really sensitive about not making it, like, <laughs> about me. Because it's not about me. It was, like, people lost their homes. And, yeah. So, it was, anyway, that's all done. The building was sold. And it was it was a bit bittersweet because I was, like, fuck, there's been so much shit that's happened here over the years. You know what I mean? Like. So, are you still a landlord? I am, yeah. I still have I, I still have another building that I own, but um, which is part commercial, right? If yeah, I'm, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, man, Vanny was an, an adventure. It was like I really believe in the area. It's like a good area, and there's a lot of families moving there because it's slightly cheaper and it's pretty centrally located. But it just it just gentrifying very slowly. Oh, it's really it's really close to downtown, like very like very, ju- yeah. literally just across the river, yeah, from downtown. So that's yeah, that's kind of prime location. It is, but. The problem is that there's still a lot of like insanity there. You know, like there's like, there's like 20 like well known homes, houses. You know, you know know that I've seen a lot of crazy stuff (laughs) happen in Vanny. Man, we we had crazy, we get a crazy time in Vanny. I remember there was one time and I was, this is after I was married, right? (laughs) Right, I was living here. So it's within the last, what, 10 years. Okay. 
And I remember I was in a cab on the way home from Vanier and I could see like, like a shimmering lighter blue on the horizon. Cause it was so like right. it, the sun was coming up. Right. Right. And I was like, any shimmering second now, light blue. <laughs> any second now. And sure enough, it was my wife calling and she was like, where are you? And I was like, <laughs> in, in that Darth Vader voice. I was like, uh, I'm just on my way home. Where were you? Uh, I was in Vanier. Vanier. What, what the fuck were you doing in Vanier? <laughs> like it, it's, it was like Batman Begins, man. Like, uh, why get, are you here? Get your fucking ass home right now. <laughs> I yeah. thought she was with you. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, it has a reputation, whether it's warranted or not. I know there's a lot of crazy stuff has happened. Right. It has a reputation in right. Ottawa, but uh, right. I hope that it, you know, it, it keeps changing because you've been sort of taking part in uh that community before right on sort of uh yeah yeah dude it's a it's a it's a really wonderful community of people yeah it's just that in the it used to be the old city of eastview in the, in the 60s they built the cummins bridge that attached lower town and vanier and they essentially pushed a lot of the problems from lower town into vanier okay and uh you know years of of kind of accumulating social issues and poverty and blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I don't know all the inner machinations of how these things kind of play out. Yeah. But it just kind of got worse. And then, like, over time, and then you know, it, it has improved in 10 years, but it's still rough in some parts. I know that you see on the news quite a bit, like, people in Ledbury, like, trying to form communities in, in neighborhood watches and all yeah, this. Yeah, and is, I is, think those are important things to do. Because so is, is that happening in Vanier currently? It like, is, yeah. yeah. So I did, a, I, I did a little bit of work with the Vanier Community Association, and they were, and, like, dude, there's a lot of people who own homes there that are, they're like, they're not fucking around. They're like, we love this community. Yeah. And we hate that there's a stigma associated with it mm-hmm. and we don't think it's warranted and and you know what i kind of agree with them because vanier by statistically is not even the worst area in the city anymore mm-hmm. yeah but uh it's funny because i used to live on wurtenberg like uh off of rito street like near the turkish embassy when did you live there i lived there for a year and uh did i know you yeah it was like the year that i was dating my first wife my the mother of my kids what and i lived with her there for a year and I'll never forget this, but she went away for something. And yeah. I went to the Burger King on Montreal Road in Vanier. Okay, yeah. And I was just like getting something to eat. And I'll never forget this. But like this dude walked in with like a winter jacket on, a toque, like seemingly normal, except zero pants and zero <laughs> underwear. So like yeah. just genitals and legs, yeah. boots, and then the top half was full Boots, clothes. genitals, full oh, yeah. clothes. He was like not well. Yeah. And and the Burger King manager was like, get out! <laughs> Right away, and the guy was like, "I just want something to eat." And the, the guy's like, "Get out now!" And there was people like, "What the fuck?" It was it was like crazy. <laughs> well, I just heard recently uh, on Facebook, uh, someone that I know on Facebook was driving home, and this is on March Road, right? And there was a guy on ru- March Road, guy running down March Road, completely naked, oh, just man. like crazy. Ah, you know. Ah, fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. So, crazy. yeah, there's there's an element of craziness everywhere, I guess. Speaking of which. What? Segway. Into what? Trailer for the Joker. What did you think? Eh, yeah, I saw it. I, was, I, did, I gotta be honest. I haven't been super impressed with recent trailers. Like okay. the Joker one, I was kind of like, okay, this looks kind of interesting. Yeah. But they hyped it up so much. They were like, oh, this is like, this is a, uh, this is going to be like the most sobering. I was like, fuck, whatever. He's a good, I don't know. It's Todd Phillips. It's the guy who did the fucking, the, the, the hangover. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. It, it looked interesting. 
Uh, I thought the uh, the new Star Wars trailer looked interesting. Although I got to be honest, I'm kind of Star Wars out. Did you watch Solo? I did. I didn't even watch Solo. I I didn't finish it. I was like, it, it's. I just. I don't know. No, but you know what? It's not like I'm gonna watch it again. I just. I just think that like Rogue Rogue One was good, mm-hmm. but I think that the Force Awakens. I don't think those were great. <laughs> The Force Awakens and Force Awakens Last- and man, we went to go see Last Jedi. Remember, yeah. I was like, we were, we, yeah. we we got out of that two and a half hour epic movie, and we were in the car. That was the home. weirdest. Yeah, thing. and we both looked at like there's only been two instances where that's happened between you and I. That we like look at each other in the car. I was like, wasn't great. Yeah, and then that time that we spun out in my mom's Chevette, we looked at each other mid spin, and we were like, we're gonna die. Yes, we yeah. were. We we're probably gonna die right now. But we didn't. We hit a curb, and we were okay. So uh, what do you think? Mm-hmm. I mean, I sent you a text the other day to which you did yes, not answer. I know. Sorry. Fucking asshole. But the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the end of this thing and the thing that there's like this ultimate nerdgasm going on is, is Palpatine's laughter at the end of the trailer. So here's my theory. And okay. I read a little bit of this. Okay? Yeah. I don't think Ray is a Palpatine. Okay. I if you'd caught the trailer, one of the things that Luke's ghost says is no one ever really goes away. Yeah. So essentially implying that force ghosts, like you always are around. And okay. that was kind of implied with Yoda in yeah, yeah. The Last Jedi, right? Yeah. And the other movies and stuff. It wasn't implied. It was so like overtly like, shown. So, so Palpatine will be force ghost style? No. I think this is what I think is that I think Rey is a Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Why else would they call it the Rise of Skywalker? Because of Kylo? But Kylo is not a Skywalker. He is an Organa and a, and a Solo. He never. His parents never even had the Skywalker name. Like he's a descendant of Darth Vader. Skywalker of the Skywalker. I think Rey is a Skywalker. I okay. think Rey is Leia's daughter. Okay. And that they were like, which would be fucked up because when they met, they, like they didn't recognize each other. Like they didn't, you know. I don't know okay, so weird. if if that's the case, do you think they had this planned all along, or do you think after the reaction to the Last Jedi, they're like, fuck, one eighty. I don't know. I don't know. I think, yeah, I, no, I don't think they had a plan along. I think they, this was a reaction. Yeah. But I do think this is my theory. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about this again after we see the movie at Christmas. Jar Jar? Okay. No. <laughs> you I, were, you loved fucking Jar Jar as a No, said. I did not. I hated it. You, you told me that you were Shut super I did into not, no. Jar Jar being a fucking Sith. Oh, yeah, yeah. That theory was interesting. Okay. But this is my theory. All right. Okay. I believe that Snoke was nobody. I think he was just, I think Palpatine's ghost was Was inhabiting inhabiting him. Yeah. I think Palpatine's force ghost was either possessing or was controlling Snoke. Okay. And was manipulating Kylo Ren Mm -hmm. to essentially, you know, whatever, maintain his grip on power. I don't know. Or like maintain the empire, like bring it back. Like that's the only thing that makes sense to me. I don't think, I don't, I think, I think Palpatine learn the whole concept of continuing life from Darth Plagueis. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you think that conversation in um, the, the last of the prequels, what was it called? Revenge of the Sith. Yes. You so you think that conversation that he had with Anakin, he was telling the truth that he, but like, yeah, that he actually had the knowledge to, to, to essentially inhabit the body of somebody else. Okay. So I think, I think there's force possession. So I think that, what happened was that Palpatine was manipulating Anakin Skywalker and mm-hmm. indirectly has also manipulating Kylo Ren through Snoke. Okay. Um, because it doesn't make any sense to me that Snoke would just be like nowhere through the course. I think he built, he, he used Snoke 
as a vehicle to rebuild the Galactic Empire into mm-hmm. a more powerful entity. And uh, I think he's going to be back or he's going to possess somebody else. He might possess Ray. I don't know. But that's what that's what my working theory is. So I think that would be a really killer story. So you know our, our friend Jamie is super into this stuff, right? right? Like right, he's right. super into it. So when this trailer got released, he texted me and he's like, man, we got to go see this together. Right. I was like, okay, Chris, you should go with us, man. Yeah, I'm down. Da- I'm down. We'll go see this movie. Um, and his whole thing was, did you see the gloves that were piloting the, uh, I guess it's like in yeah. TIE fight. I thought that was Kylo Ren. Well, he's, he's like, is that Vader? And I was like, that would make zero sense, man. Because the whole arc of Luke Skywalker was bringing Vader back from the dark side. So I don't see how that would. He was like, did you see the gloves? It's Vader. I'm like, it's not Vader, man. Like, why would you retcon the entire also, Vader was good. At That's the what end. I mean. Yeah. At the end, so, he yeah. was good. So I, I don't, I didn't agree with that. I think it's Kylo Ren. Obviously, you, you think it's Kylo Ren? Okay, yeah. okay. Or it's somebody else that Pal- I, I honestly think Palpatine has possessed somebody. Okay. Mark my words. I'm not joking. This. I think this is the. Why else would they would they introduce his cackle at the end of the trailer? Ma, 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 ma. Yeah. Way, Todd, it is hot as fuck in here. Can I know. I know. Some shit? You can open that door there. Open a door. Open the fucking door. The fu- there. I put the fucking fan on and open the window thank you okay so now god bless so now we'll have the calming and soothing whoosh of a fan and open window okay listen back to my point i actually think palpatine is possessing people so that's what i think is going on so if that's the case yeah and he's possessing people yeah and this is supposed to be the end of the skywalker arc right right this so this is the final showdown what do you see happening i totally see Ray and Kylo representing the balance, right? Because they've right. worked together. I, I can see them sort of pulling him back, right? Yeah. And them both battling against Palpatine somehow. I think, yeah. I think they're going to team up to to beat ultimately what is Palpatine. Okay. Would you like that idea or do you think... I think that dumb? would be an interesting arc, but it, 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 an interesting story, but the... Uh, I really, I really maintain this. I think that Luke is going to help them as an entity in the afterlife, mm-hmm. as a force ghost. Like no one's ever really gone that whole thing. Okay, mm-hmm. and I think that I think it's going to be revealed that Ray and uh, Kylo Ren are obviously related. That okay. Kylo Ren is the son of Leia Organa and Han Solo. Yes, and I think that it'll be revealed that Ray is. In fact, a Skywalker in some way. Either it's Leia's daughter. I don't fucking know, but I, I have a feeling that's good. They're actually brother and sister. Okay. okay. And um, which would make it full circle from Leia and remember? Yes. Leia and Luke. Yes. Leia and Luke were twins. Yes. So I think that Ben and Ray are also twins. And I think that. Um, <laughs> Man, why are you laughing? Right when you said that, I, I was picturing like Schwarzenegger and DeVito in the movie. <laughs> Twins. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. Julius. <laughs> anyway, and I think that Palpatine like possessed, force possessed Snoke's body, like got him all fucked up as a result of that. Yeah. And then use that, that like that's, that's how he avoids death is by, what's it called? Transcendence. Okay. And uh, now he's looking for another body because- Snoke's gone. Snoke's gone. Yeah. So I think force possession is something that you can do to essentially maintain, physically maintain your yourself. Okay. 
Okay. All fair points, I believe. So, I, dude, I got another text uh, from Richard, and he was like... Uh, Richard who? Uh, he's a guy that listens all the time. Oh, okay. Hey, Rich, he's, what's up, bro? Uh, and he was saying, like, well, there's, I guess there are stories of Palpatine's survival. Like, it's canon in the Star Wars universe that Is Palpatine it? did survive. Um, and there was a clone. And I was like, man... A clone, eh? I think there should be, like, enough, there's enough clones, you know? Okay. They should call this movie Clone of the Clones. Okay. Um... What would that be? Star Wars 9. More clones. Man, J.J. Abrams confirms the Emperor returns in Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. So, In what form, I guess, is the question, right? Was look, Emperor... Look, there's already rants about this. Like, was Emperor Palpatine actually hiding in Snoke all along? See? I'm telling yes. you. Like, how... how Here, Star Wars 9. How Emperor Palpatine, how Palpatine can return. Um, yeah, man. I think I think I'm right. All right. Yeah, but that's what we said. And then we saw The Last Jedi and it was like, uh. The Last Jedi was a mess, man. It was not, it was, it was like, it made no sense. Well, I think it was like, it was kind of like everything that you guys thought, no thanks. That's not it. But can I just mention something? I I think J.J. Abrams does a better job with the stories than Ryan Johnson did. Mm -hmm. The thing that big issues I had with The Last Jedi was like, Okay, so you can essentially just light speed into things and like obliterate everything. Yeah. It was a cool scene, but yeah. why didn't they ever do that before? Okay. Such as the Death Star? Well, yeah, why don't they just light speed into the Death Star? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's a fair question. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, well, they've got a huge fleet. All it takes is like one ship to like eviscerate the Death Star with light speed. <laughs> Am I wrong? No. No, I'm not. It's like, oh, a whole planet will get, a, will get destroyed by the Death Star. Yeah, five guys can just fucking light speed the fuck into like, the ship. <laughs> anyway, there's that. Okay. Also, there was no shields on that on Snoke's gigantic ship. Okay. That's yeah. kind of weird. Also, they were dropping bombs on a dreadnought. You drop bombs in space. Never heard of that before. It's kind of weird. Maybe you could explain that away. Um, I just thought the whole like you thought it was hokey. I thought it was a bit hokey. Like the whole the gambling planet. Like I felt that was kind of useless. Yeah. Like what did they need that for? I don't know. To give something, you know, for those characters to go. I don't know, man. I, I thought I thought it was weird that Luke was like well, this degenerate at the beginning of the movie. Who like, I was just like, that's fucking weird. And even Mark Hamill had a fucking problem with that. You know, like it was. Well, I don't know. This is the I, and I think I've said this on the podcast before, but the weird part was that the whole scene with Luke with the lightsaber above Kylo, right? When he's like, he's like, I, I was gonna kill Kylo. I sensed the. Oh yeah, that, that yeah, that was weird. It was like a huge thing because everyone was kind of like, well, no, Luke's that's not like Luke's character. I mean, he he went and basically brought his Darth Vader back from the fucking dark side. So yeah, as if he wouldn't work with Kylo for the same thing. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. It was just weird. Yeah, the that whole was, thing weird. was weird. It was weird. It, it was like it was like they they put together this movie that was just meant its primary objective wasn't to continue the story. It was to be different yeah. than everything else before it. And, I, and well, so that was my opinion. I, I was just kind of like, ah, this doesn't feel right. Now I'm wondering though, since he is apparently still doing a trilogy mm-hmm. after, mm-hmm. whether or not there's that's going to be one of the key, like that film is going to be one of the key branches for this new trilogy, I guess. But then I read it was supposed to be a prequel or something back in the... I don't know. You're right. I think I'm a bit I, it, Star was, Wars it, it was weird, man. I found it kind of weird, and and to boot, 
it just, I don't know, it just felt off. I, but even The Force Awakens, I was like, good movie, entertaining, but it's really not that original. The, the most original part of the movie was Hansel, Hansel dying. Yeah. Spoiler alert, you know? Spoiler alert. I, I think this is my two cents. If they were going to do this properly, they should have looked at the expanded universe like that had been fleshed out. Mm-hmm. And they should have taken a lot of cues from that. And I think that they should have had a new era of Jedis. Like, you know, like Luke built the Jedis mm-hmm. back up and yeah. the Sith were still a, a threat. And, but maybe in a different way. Well, maybe that's what it was then is maybe because like Luke was such a weird, like they dealt with him so weirdly in that it didn't feel like that movie was a part of the Skywalker arc, you know? Yeah, not, more, not something really, different. But, but like, I feel like Skywalker was just an element of it, right? The, the, the prequels were like the Star Wars universe inherently is about the theme of the, of, of it is about, you know, as far as I'm concerned, is about good and bad. Mm-hmm. It's about yin, yin and yang, good and evil, and how they're actually intertwined. They require each other for balance. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then, you know, but in the midst of that, there can be things that come up from these things. Yeah. So like, you know, on the dark side, the emergence of the Galactic Empire occurred because of Palpatine, because of Sheep Palpatine. And then also the Jedi Order as a force of good, mm-hmm. you know, and, and like... And then all the drama and complexities associated with those two things, right? So yeah. that's what I think it was about. So I, I would have I would have preferred to have seen something like, okay, there are still issues between Jedi's and Siths, and you know, blah 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 blah. And- so I guess I, I guess to close out this Star Wars chat, mm-hmm. one thing that you should uh, watch tonight if you're U Cruise and if yeah. you haven't done it already is uh, from the cartoons like the Clone Wars, etc. Yeah. Did you follow Darth Maul's arc after he came back? Yeah. So he went back to Dathomir, got hooked up with the Night Sisters. Yeah. Mom and Night Sister, whatever. I, got his legs back, then got hooked up with Sav- Savage Opress. I, I found that was awesome. Yeah, the, that was a way, good arc. And especially uh, if you watch it all the way through till his death. Uh, it's, it's Yeah, when he, well, well, that was in Rebels, though. In Rebels, yeah. Yeah. And, well, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. It's just basically all of the, the cartoons, whether it's, it was the 15-minute the shorts and, you know, the, you know, Rebels, Clone Wars, all that. I found that the, the stories in that, from what I've seen, I haven't watched it religiously, just uh, clips here and there. Right. Dealt were amazing. Like they, they were pretty good, man. Like the, I watched a lot of the Darth uh, Maul occurrences, and then I found that death scene was pretty amazing. I recommend anyone like check that, that out. It was pretty cool. Like yeah. it was just like one slash, yeah, yeah. you know, like him and Obi Wan finally, and, and then having settling, a, and, yeah. yeah, and then having a, this tender exchange, yeah, yeah. going definitely made him uh, uh, like it was. Uh, Maul was Maul was an interesting character. Savage yeah. Repress was an interesting character. Yeah. They got their asses handed to them by the Emperor. Yeah. Um, but then after that, you know, the whole he became a gangster. Yeah. Like he went to Mandalore, I guess, and like almost took over the whole planet. And and then you see him at the end of Solo, right? Yeah. Oh, um, you do. Yeah. Oh, you didn't. You didn't. No, well, that's what I mean. I haven't watched it. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. So he he's like he's like a crime boss. Okay. At the end of in Solo, and he, you know the thing is he was a badass Sith. Yeah. He was a like Lucas sent him out to be a very powerful Sith and well you know, I mean when you take a look at that it, it, he was he was fighting off Obi Wan and Qui Gon right like it was yeah he, he, he was, was obviously his own a, against two a, Jedi. a talented yeah. duelist you know yeah. so and then Savajo Press was just like a fucking beast man yeah. he was like he got yeah. all jacked up with like four steroids I don't know what the hell they did Night Sister yeah. steroids so yeah it's it's uh there there have been some pretty interesting things that have gone on since yeah like all that rebel shit was all good stuff the clone wars were good stuff so i guess uh 
You're right. You're right, though. I am a bit Star Wars out, but I mean, I'll definitely go see this one in the theaters. I guess if it's going to be the last one in that arc, hopefully, there's no way that it's going to make everybody happy. You know, no. but. But you know the, the other thing too is like recently like the like I just think that studios tried to just they fuck this shit up a lot of the time right yeah. like look what happened with Hellboy why did they make that new Hellboy I don't know and I, it got I really destroyed don't know. by critics and it got destroyed at the box are office. you gonna watch it yeah I'll watch it obviously but but like why like there was no need to reboot Hellboy well I think yeah there's no, no but like there's no need for it I agree like there's I mean they they did two with Guillermo del Toro yeah great they, films great good films yeah. like why the need to reboot it. I don't know. I don't. I, I just really don't, don't think that there was a need for it, right? Like it was. Uh, it, it's it's dumb. things like that when you you're like, well, yeah, like why did this happen? Where? Yeah, just like what happened in that round table? What else can we do superhero wise? Like you yeah. know, and even how well did they do in the box office? Hellboy and Hellboy Two. That's a good question. I'm gonna box office mojo that shit. Like, well, enough yeah. that they made a sequel. Yeah. So I think they were moderately successful. Just like Pacific Rim was moderately so successful. Was Hellboy Two less successful? Do you think? Um, I think it was a little less successful in the first one, but it was, uh, you know, Guillermo del Toro like just left that. And some, sometimes the movies, if they don't make back the money domestically, they don't order another sequel. Sometimes they will if they do well internationally. Like look at Pacific Rim. Pacific I thought Pacific Rim, Rim yeah. was a great movie. I enjoyed it, but the problem was is that it made less money than it cost to make in the United States. But what about, it made a ton of money in China. Yeah. Which is why they made another one with a lot of Chinese people in it. John Boyega. Was it good? <laughs> John Boyega. You didn't see Pacific Rim 2? No. Yeah, it was really good. It was really well, good? It, it wasn't great, but it was entertaining. Okay. I, I mean, I will watch it. I just, I, I have very sort of tight strings on what I'll pay to watch now, can, you know? Can I make a recommendation what you should watch? I watched Triple Frontier on Netflix recently. Ben Affleck? Yeah. Charlie like Hunnam? Pedro Pascal, who's yeah. in The Mandalorian. That's kind of coming up pretty soon. Yeah. Um, and then I recently watched The Dirt, the Motley Crue story, and Watch that was that, okay. really good. Yeah. Yeah, that was like really, really good. It was way better than I thought it was going to be. Okay. I'll watch that I one. would highly suggest that you check it out. Yeah, I haven't really been watching too much lately. I've been... Uh, go fuck yourself. You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, what time are we at? 39 minutes. Um, so what about Avengers? Yeah, well, that's a whole other ball of wax. You love that shit, eh? Uh, yeah, dude. I don't know if you remember, like in 2012, when I called you after watching the first yes. Avengers. Yes. I was like, I downloaded it in Russian and I watched it. Ah! Yeah. It's amazing. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm pretty stoked for this one. I have an idea what they're how it's going to probably go, but I, I, I'm curious to see like three hours. So they're after. they're obviously going to go after that time stone, right? Well, I I think the the I, I read these theory forums online. Mm-hmm. I think Thanos was afraid of Stark, and Thanos was going to kill Stark. But then Strange was like, "No, no, no! I'll give you the time zone, spare him." Mm-hmm. Because I think that one reality that Strange saw out of the fourteen million and some odd realities mm-hmm. remember, was that he needed to keep Stark alive, and the Stark was the key to defeating Thanos. I think that's my working theory there. Okay. Yeah. Well, he did say this was the only way. That was, those were his parting words, right? Yes. Strange. Yeah. So. Um, there's, just a, there's a lot of stuff online that, that, that draw parallels between Thanos and Stark, mm-hmm. namely that they're both futurists and mm-hmm. they both admit that they're cursed with knowledge. Cursed. Cursed with knowledge. So there was a, a ton of articles about Thanos and saying like he was right and he's the most fleshed out villain ever. And blah, oh yeah, blah, blah, definitely. Blah, blah. Yeah. You agree with that? I totally do. I thought Ultron sucked. Uh, Ultron was like a good idea on paper and it just didn't resonate. It just didn't pan out. Yeah. I wasn't. Yeah. I'd, but I didn't think it was terrible. I, no. I, I don't know. It was, it was just like Marvel's got this penchant. Like 
most of their villains are kind of not very memorable, with the exception of Thanos mm-hmm. and I think Hela from Thor Ragnarok. She was like, she was memorable. Yeah, she'll probably show up again. Hey, uh, I hope so. That would be kind see. Of cool. I thought that she was gonna be introduced as sort of a replacement for Mistress Death. Yeah, they, they didn't do that, and they but, didn't do that. No. So I was like, it was yeah. weird. But yeah, I, you I, know I would, what? If they roll back time, if yeah. they rewind time, then she obviously Asgard would come back. Yeah, um, Surtur would not get his crown. Like you know, all that stuff would get reversed, right? So like, so who do you think? Do you think they're all making it out of this movie alive? No, I don't think so. I think I think Stark, uh, Chris Hemsworth, and Chris Evans. These are the, these are their last movies. I think that's it after this. For sure, that's their last yeah, movies. Yeah, they've said so. so. So what do you think they do after that? Well, For I think the, I think the, they're going to focus on Captain Marvel as like an anchor. Okay. And I mean, I got to be honest. I saw that movie. I thought it was good. I thought it was as good as Black Panther. I thought Black Panther was a good movie, but I didn't think it was great. Okay. I also didn't think Iron Man, the first Iron Man, was like a particularly fantastic movie. It was it was really good, though. Okay. I thought it was better than Black Panther and Captain Marvel. Okay. Um, I thought Guardians of the Galaxy was like a great movie. Okay. I thought The Avengers was a great movie. Mm-hmm. But Captain Marvel, I don't know. It was like, it was just okay. You know? I thought it was, I have to be honest, I thought it was really political. So do you And think- I didn't like that. I didn't like that about it. Like, you know? do, do you think that do you think that she is going to be the sort of Stark of this next yeah, Marvel cinematic universe? Because yeah. yeah, like Carol Danvers is very powerful in the comics. She's okay. like arguably like one of the more powerful characters. Okay. She's imbued with the power of the Tesseract, right? So okay, um, yeah, I don't know. We're gonna see what happens. You know, who else? Do they have any other movies coming out with new characters? Or they have an Eternals movie okay. coming out, which is going to be interesting. Um, but not, I don't know. I don't know what the, like, let's, let's check it out. Like what, like, I know, I know they're redoing the fantastic four. I know they're doing the X-Men because they bought that property now. Marvel. What is it? Phase three. Yeah, I'm not sure. Marvel. They're, but it'll, you know what? That will be interesting to see what the MCU does with X-Men. Right. Yeah. Cause like, there's uh, stylistically and sort of thematically, there is a difference between, you know, the, the X-Men movies and, you know, all of these movies, right? So, so sorry, this is phase three that we're in right now. It's going to end with uh, Endgame. So Marvel phase four, what comes, what comes up after Avengers Endgame, they're talking like uh, phase four. Like, what are the, I just want to read this here really quickly. They're talking about uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, the Black Widow movie, the Eternals, Doctor Strange 2, Black Panther 2, Shang-Chi, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. What is Shang-Chi? Um, do you know this? No. So, yeah, it's probably going to be some more fleshed out shit from the comics. So, really, it's just going to be more like a, another sort of reboot? Yeah. Yeah? I think so. So It's pretty interesting like when you think about it because this could just keep go on forever and ever, right? Isn't, isn't it weird? Don't you find it weird? Like... I think Hugh Jackman said he would reprise the role if it was with Marvel, like the MCU, right? Would you yeah. want that or would you want a brand new Wolverine? No, I'd probably want a brand new Wolverine. Although Hugh Jackman, I thought, did a great job. Yeah. But, you know, I was thinking about this the other day because I still maintain, I know you're not going to hear this, but Matt, Batman v Superman is a good movie. Okay. And I don't like the direction that DC's going in now. I just thought Aquaman was just like, it was a, it was entertaining, but I just thought it was okay. Did you see Shazam? I didn't see Shazam, but I've heard it's gotten really great reviews. Yeah. But that's kind of like a funny character, right? So it's like, I don't know where they're going with this. 
But I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely gonna check it out. Okay. But I like the dark aspect of Zack Snyder's movies. Okay. And uh, I thought Ben Affleck was a badass Batman. I thought he was good. Mm-hmm. And, and he's out now. No, he's not doing it anymore. So like, I, I'm I'm an advocate of get a guy like Henry Cavill. Yeah. Who like wants the role? Like the, you know what I mean? Wants to be like kind of like what is like, Cavill out now too? He might be. Yeah. Because he's doing The Witcher, right? Yeah. He. I don't. I don't think he renewed. So. That's kind of it's the it, it, nobody I think knows, DC right? Cleaned house, yeah. I don't know, like, and that's the thing is like finding somebody who's going to iconically play a character like that over a series of films, like yeah. Robert Downey Jr. or like um, Hugh Jackman, or like Hugh Jackman. I think it's hard to do, right? They really got to be into it. Like Hugh Jackman did some shitty Wolverine roles. Yes, like Wolverine Origins was not a great movie. <laughs> it was. It was. It was like a bad movie. You know, like uh, X Men Three was not great. You know, like, but he, you know, he endured through those things. So I would say find a new guy Mm -hmm. who's going to like really take it seriously and like, and, and fucking leverage him. Flesh it out. Yeah. Flesh it out. You know, like I think Tom Hardy would make a cool Wolverine, but he's Venom. So that's not going to fly. And Bane. Are you superheroed out? I'm, I might be getting there, but, but the, here's the thing is like, I don't think you, if they keep on producing quality films, like Mm -hmm. these are good stories, right? They resonated for years as comics. Yeah. So I don't think there's any such thing as getting superheroed out. If it's entertaining and the story is good, they can make these forever. Are you going to watch the dark Phoenix? Yeah, I probably will. Okay. Will you, will you see it in theaters? Yeah, I probably will. Okay. What do you think of that cast? It's, I think I like those movies. You like those better than the I like James McAvoy. I like uh, Michael Fassbender. I like those people. Yeah. Okay. That's just my two cents. That's your two cents. <laughs> Man, this is like, we're like comic'd out here. I know. I, I, the, well, that's why I asked the question is, you know, I, I think I'm getting there. I think I'm almost there. But yeah. you're right. You're right. It's just it's it's kind of like I'll go like, oh, what are they doing now? Uh, I do have a desire for something that isn't so heavy on CGI and shit like that. Like just a well-told story. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate those more the older I get. You know. So yeah, yeah. I, That's just my two cents. All right. So that was a bit brighter than last week. Very bright. It was so bright and nice. So nice. So bright. And I thank you for joining me in our new space here. Uh, yes. I painted. It's a, it's a nice room. Sorry, like it. it's uh, 50 degrees in here, it's, but. It's uh, kind of like an oven up in this motherfucker. Like yeah. Yeah. I'm a bit worried about the summertime, whether it's going to be five. You got a lot of keyboard. You got like more keyboards than Yanni. Like, this is nuts. <laughs> Could you, what did you do if I like put up a, a like a prop? <laughs> Acropolis around that, and I was like, Chris, I wouldn't be surprised. You have a Chris, lot of keyboards. Come on, watch me play. There's literally three keyboards, Sony keyboards. Wow, I have more too. Wow, downstairs in the basement. That's a lot of keys. Yeah, I'm gonna start calling you Nick Rhodes. <laughs> hey, look, it's <laughs> Nick Rhodes from Duran Duran. <laughs> uh, do you have any shows coming up? I do. I'm playing a show on May 5th at Cafe de Cuff. Should I come see it? Or uh, hopefully, if you can, please come. I don't know. How, what, how's the cuff now, man? I haven't been there in a long time. Like, do you know what it looks like? Has it been? I'm assuming it's the same. The exact same. There was a lot of carpet in there. If I'm not, was there was there carpet like on the stairs going up? And yeah, there was, but I don't I don't know if it if it's still there. Okay. So I'm gonna find out on the fifth. Have you been to the tw- is it the 23 club? No, the 27 club. 27 However, club? I did buy uh, tickets to go see Thrush Hermit for the 20th anniversary of Clayton Park. Okay. But that's not until like fucking October. So. Oh, wow. Thrush Hermit. I'll okay. sit tight on that one. Who else? Who else is uh, coming that you'd be interested in seeing? 
the Pursuit of Happiness is coming to the Overflow Brewery on April 30th. You played there? You loved the venue? Or? Yeah, it was pretty cool. I actually wouldn't mind going to see that show. Mm-hmm. And uh, those are the only ones that I can think of in the interim. Yeah. All right. Kiss was in town. I didn't go see them, though. Whatever. No, I don't really give a fuck about Kiss. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> fuck them. Are you guys done yet? Okay, thanks. <laughs> thanks for the memories. <laughs> Man, what's up with Tea Party playing like twice this month? Yeah, dude, I can't go see the Tea Party. No, the, remember when the Tea Party came out? I was like, man, this is an amazing band. So remember Brian? He was he was here during one of the po- yeah. podcasts. Not yeah. Brian Colicott, the other guy. Brian, yeah, yeah, Hogan. Brian, yeah, yeah, Seth Rogen. We always love talking about bands that insist upon themselves, right? And we were talking about tracks like The Messenger and oh, Dude. Yeah, I know. We we're like that insist upon itself. I wonder why. And then we we're like. Daniel Lanois? Does he Because, insi- <laughs> man, we're talking about how U2 is the definition of a band that insists upon itself. Yes. Like they, how they preloaded their record on everyone's. Right. Uh, so, I, I don't know. They, yeah, they sh- the, 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 like, don't fucking put your music on my iPhone. Fuck they, you. That's insisting, right? Yeah, so, over- oh, don't overstep. Yeah, so they should probably take a backseat for a while and then, you know. I'll go to that Tea Party show if you want to go, though. No, I don't, I you know. That, that band is like they want to be Led Zeppelin and and Nine Inch Nails and anybody else that they can latch on to. Yeah, no, I'm not going to go check them out. I just they they played twice this last month. I'll at, never at I'll never forget Jeff Martin. I, I remember watching him on Much Music and he was like talking with a British accent. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was uh, Rick the Temp was like, uh, so I hear you're from Timmins, Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> he was speaking yeah, with a British accent. Yeah, Jeff Martin here. Yeah, Timmins, Timmins, Ontario. Yes. What? Like, well, really? Fuck, fuck you, Jeff Martin, with your fake British accent. The fuck? Get the fuck. Get the fuck out of like here. It's like how Brandon Flowers' British accent disappeared. It's from Las Vegas. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Get out of here. There was actually a band from Ottawa. Remember? Who? Wonderworks. Oh yeah, they were good. And they sang with British. But accents. they didn't talk with British accents. No. Okay. Yeah. I guess that's a. You remember the band The Prototype? Yes, I do. Oh man, there was like a lot of hilarious bands back in the day. They were good though, man. They were, they were I mean, big it, band, it was yeah. obviously very heavily influenced by Tool, but Tool and like Stabbing per, Westward and yeah, like yeah. Industrial Rock. Oh yeah, yeah. talent. <laughs> All right, Chris. Goodbye. All right, have a good week, and we will see you guys soon. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs>